This episode of For the Love with Jen Hatmaker is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, difficult, even scary life things, and also small inconveniences that add up day after day. The thing is, when we keep them all bottled up on the inside and just try to grin and bear it, it can start to affect us and the people around us negatively. We may even isolate ourselves, which makes it even worse. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. This was the case for me when I was at the highest stress level in my life, where the stress was even having physical consequences for me. Therapy was a huge part of my healing journey to learn how to manage the stress. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the love today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the love. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. You guys, I use these every single day. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it is so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. And when you try it, you'll see that it is what your eyes have been looking for. So check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. You guys, did you ever experience that whole cycle of feelings as a kid when you went to summer camp? Or maybe like your version of it was going to your grandma's for a week or traveling with another family besides your own. There's kind of maybe that first day of you're a little like homesick, right? You're missing your bed and your people and your regular routine. And then there's this excitement of starting to get into your surroundings, just mixing up that routine and then not just being okay with it, getting really into it. Of course, if you're like me at all, immediately wondering, can I live here? (laughs) Can I pick up my family and live here? I do that everywhere I go. This could be our new home. Let's move to the beach. Let's move to the mountains. Let's move to a lake. Let's move to Lake Superior (laughs) one day. But then there's this moment when you realize your trip is coming to an end. And there's just a weird mix, right? Of some of it's like happy emotions. You're going to get back to your friends and your the people that you love, the comforts of home, like your own bed and just kind of the routines that generally like we love, but then there's like melancholy of going back to what kind of feels like the grind and not spending every morning in that quaint bakery to have your coffee in Danish by a sunlit lake, (laughs) right? Like, oh, sad. But these incredible things inevitably have their starting and their ending points. I'm thrilled to report that the second year 
has been just as good as the first, like maybe even better. And you know this, you've been along with me. I've been dropping in all the little details for you. You've seen that you've seen it all and you've heard it all. It's just been really fun for me to do kind of the audio version of letters from camp to you. I've just, I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed the recording of it, the sharing of it, the bringing you into it, hearing and seeing your feedback on all the socials. That part has been really like, it's made me feel connected, not lonely, and kind of like we're sharing an adventure. So you guys, this is big though. Stick with us after this series for a new series I am, I'm kind of overly excited about, okay? It is called Love, Sex, and Relationships. Okay, all right. Mom, skip some of these. It's fire, you guys, from like, we're talking about so much stuff in here. Matchmaking, living single, sex, dating, dating after divorce, all kinds of relationship stuff. Like there's no stones that we left unturned here. And fun, it culminates in an episode with me and Tyler in a conversation that honestly surprised even me. (laughs) So thanks for riding along with me and through very mixed emotions, but primarily gratitude. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. So this is so fun. The only way that at this point you don't know about me camp is that you just absolutely have not been anywhere near my social media or podcast feeds in six weeks. Otherwise, (laughs) you're like, no, we get it. This originated last summer. Last summer, when Remy, my youngest, was heading to camp in Maine for almost four weeks. And at the time, Camp was sort of a last minute choice for her. I mean, if you can just put your little brain around 2021, you know, we were just right at the, just past the year mark of the pandemic. And we had had virtual school for a year, her freshman year in high school. And our family had just, you know, sort of unraveled and we were in all sorts of chaos. And it was just a really, really hard year. And it was really hard on her super hard on her. And so camp was kind of like this last minute, like kind of wild, let's just throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks in terms of just like pulling out of the quicksand. Right. And I was just thinking, okay, let's get this kid to camp. Like I grew up in camp. So camp for me has always been nostalgic. And so many of my like childhood memories are located around camp. The whole thing, camp friends, camp traditions, the places of camp, the food, the beds, it's just a whole deal. And thinking, okay, no cell phones, right? Like no screens. Like, let's go analog here, like old school, wholesome, you know, crafts and campfires and field trips and hikes and just all the like, you know, in some ways our times have changed so much. And in other ways, camp is camp. (laughs) There are huge elements of summer camp today for this generation that are identical to what you and I experienced if you ever went to camp. And so it's sort of this almost like a vintage childhood, right? I mean, this is not what our kids have 
just ready access to these days. There's Their summers look different than ours, largely because of devices and connectivity and social media and, and even just the ethos of parenting right now is different than the way our parents parented us. So like, even if we didn't go to camp, there was just a way of being a kid in the summer in the like 70s and 80s and 90s that was just different. It was like, get outside. I don't know what you're going to do. You're thirsty, drink out of the hose, right? And so this just sort of throwback with a few less trappings of being a modern kid and having to be overly connected. And so that's what I wanted for her. So I found her camp in Maine. Sorry, this is a long circuitous route here, but here I'm about to land the plane. And because it was just a fragile time for her, I just, what I told her last year was, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I don't even have a plan when I told her this. No plan, no flight, no book, no lodging, no nothing. I didn't know anything about Maine. I said, okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I will go to Maine. I, I, I don't know where I'm going to stay, but like, I'll go to Maine and I will be there while you're at camp. So that way, you know, if at any point you need me, I'll be an hour away. I didn't know how big Maine was. I just made that number up. I'm like, surely I can be within an hour. It was like an emotional safety net, right? And so I promptly went on the maps. I went on the map. I was like, Maine, so Maine. Mm, so where's her camp? They'd already taken my money. I know where her camp was. Her camp's here. Where do I go? And then, because this was like, you guys, I kid you not. I mean, this was like, honestly, it might have even been May, May, right? And camps essentially the month of July. And so, well, guess what? There is no place to stay. And so, because the internet is a wonderful, magical place sometimes, I took to the streets, the internet streets, my internet streets. And I was like, community, I need to stay in Maine for like almost four weeks. There aren't any places to stay. They're all booked. What should I do? And as always, this community pulls through so hard. And so I had all these like ideas pouring in, like everything from like, I think my aunt would let you stay with her, like in her guest room to just ran the entire gamut. And my now friend, Krista, reached out to me and said, we are in the final stages of renovating. (laughs) Well, what used to be a convent in Bar Harbor, Maine. And it's not done, but it's close to being done. And you could be the very first renter. And I went, yes. And just like that, Krista chose for me Bar Harbor. So I dubbed it me camp. Because as soon as it became readily apparent that Remy was having the time of her life at camp and she was thriving and wasn't going to need me and I was not the emergency parent that I thought I might be constantly on call, I just went, oh my gosh, maybe I will decide to cherish this time. Maybe I'm at camp, right? I'm at me camp. And then just like that, me camp was born. And it was so memorable and beautiful. And I learned so much and I was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. I mean, who travels for three to four weeks by themselves? Like I understand maybe the younger generation does this. They they go to Europe and do it, but I didn't new to me. And so thus me camp. And it was so good 
that I knew, first of all, I knew she was going back to camp this year because it was her favorite thing. And then I knew, okay, meet camp, where do I go this year? And I'm a grandma. So the first week of meet camp 2022, I was in Aspen. That was a combined first week of meet camp slash work. I had a little bit of work there. I was speaking at the Aspen Ideas Festival. And that was amazing. And you heard about that in the last episode. So I stayed there for one week and then got on a little plane and I flew up to Grand Marais, Minnesota. Well, technically I flew into Minneapolis and then I drove over to Duluth and then up Highway 61 all the way up to Grand Marais. If you've ever been to Aspen or kind of any of those sort of Colorado ski towns, but Aspen particularly, it's kind of fancy. I mean, it is beautiful. You know how I feel about Colorado. I've talked about it forever. It's it's the scene of my childhood memories. It is my favorite place. There's nothing I don't love about Colorado. Aspen is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's picturesque. And of course, Colorado in the summer is magical too, but it's just a little fancy. Like there's a lot of people there who are out on the streets dressed, like dressed up. <laughs> Everything's expensive. And the stores are like, like name brandy, like fancy stores, like expensive, fancy stores with fancy name brand things. <laughs> I was easily the most underdressed person there the entire time. And so there's a certain kind of experience there. Like the dining is like, you know, four or five star and just everything that you're experiencing. Here's a great example, you guys. Here's the most perfect example. When I was flying out of Aspen and I, like literally Aspen, I didn't go to Denver and drive over. I was flying in and out of Aspen to go up to Minneapolis. My flight was delayed because this was the Friday before the 4th of July. So 4th of July was Monday. And this was like just a couple of days before on Friday. The airport staff was like, your flight. I'm like, why is this flight delayed out of Aspen? Like it's the tiniest airport that ever existed. And they're like, well, this is garbage and we know it, but the commercial flights are delayed because there are so many private planes flying into Aspen today for the 4th of July weekend that we don't have enough airspace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about that. First of all, why is the commercial flight delayed? I booked this a long time ago, ma'am. But anyways, whatever, man. That's like the perfect snapshot of like kind of the deal there. And so I think when I got to Grand Marais, let me just paint this picture for you. Because my flight was so incredibly delayed. And then Grand Marais is four hours north of Minneapolis. So it's, a, I mean, you land, you still got a four and a half hour drive. Which meant I pulled into town, into Grand Marais, just before 2 a.m., okay? So, I mean, the town is completely empty and dark. And by the way, that's not just a 2 a.m. issue. That's about how it looks about 9.45 p.m. every night. So, LOL. But I'm cresting over the hill and, like, coming into the town. And I see the little sign, Welcome to Grand Marais. And it's night, but, every, you know, all the little, the street lights are on and the building lights are kind of on and the water is crystal clear. So I can see the water and the boats in the harbor. And I tell you, and, and you kind of come in over the hill, like coming down to it. So you, you can really see the lay of land. It's little, it's like five streets, really. It's 
It is the tiniest little sweet town situated on this harbor that kind of curves around a bay. I crest this hill and I'm coming down over and I'm seeing Grand I burst out laughing because it was just so darling. Like I just laughed. I laughed all the way. I, I pulled onto the main little street. I could not quit laughing. I'm just, I'm looking at the tavern and I'm looking at the boats and I'm looking at the little stores and oh my gosh, there's the world's best donuts. Look, I knew everything because the internet had told me every single place I had to go while I was here. I knew the names of everything already. And I just was, I was so tickled that I just couldn't deal. I just could not deal. It was sweeter than I even imagined. And it was just like, I knew right away, this is what I wanted. Like, this is what I wanted. This, this vibe, this way of being, I, I knew immediately this isn't fancy. This isn't a fancy little town. This is like a beautiful little Midwestern, little tiny baby utopia. And so the first week, it was just so magical. So I went, I checked into my little condo and of course it's still pretty dark. Looks pretty pitiful. I can't really see anything. I'm exhausted. And so in my bedroom, it's like a two, I was in the, it's a two story condo and I was upstairs. The master was upstairs and the upstairs floor is like two floors. So like, it's really, really, really tall ceilings. And there's this huge rock fireplace in the corner and all facing out toward the water is windows like floor to ceiling windows, can't see anything. But I'm like, I'm leaving all these open. And in the morning I wake up and the light's coming in and I sit up on my bed and I look out the windows and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. (laughs) You just got to be kidding me. Like what is happening? Just idyllic. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Guys, it's already allergy season in Texas. My yard is in full bloom and all the things are in the air. So I decided allergies will not win this year. So I tried Astapro. It has improved my nasal allergy symptoms and it's faster, bro. Astapro is a first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go, you guys, today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Oh, and let me tell you this too. This is important to the week camp story. I mean, it's it's blazing bright, blazing bright. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have slept until noon. I, I, I was worn out. I didn't set an alarm. The sun is straight up in the, it's, it's 12 o'clock. It's gotta be. And I like reach over and I grab my phone and it is like, I'm not joking. It's like 5.15 a.m. A.m. Because fun fact, we are so far north that the sun doesn't actually set all the way until after 10 o'clock at night. Like there's still sun out 
at 10 o'clock at night. And it comes up from what I can tell about 12 minutes later. Okay. It does start coming up in the four o'clock hour. Four. So I want you to know that was the last day I slept with all my windows open. Okay. Look, I love a good view, but I don't want to wake up at 4.45 in the morning and think it's daytime. Okay. I'm so sorry. That is the middle of the night. And so Grand Marais has just been exactly what I wanted out of me camp. Humble, friendly, normal, like normal. All I have worn are sweatshirts and leggings. That is it every day. It's pretty chilly. And I needed to wear jeans. I mean, that's that's how I was going to be fancy, you guys. By fancy, I mean wear jeans instead of leggings. And I like put those jeans on, went to button them. I was like, oh gosh, this suggests that I have number one, only worn stretchy pants for quite some time. And number two, I have eaten a lot of fried fish, like a whole lot. I'm going to go ahead and say zero restraint. And I could tell. Again, not mad, not sorry. Don't care, but jeans don't lie. Anyways, so I promptly decided to embed myself in this sweet little town and become its biggest fan. And I did on the spot. Like, I'm going to just love everything. One of my postures that I take on in me camp is I am expecting to be delighted. That's just how I do. I'm expecting that whatever I'm doing that day is going to be wonderful. Whatever I'm about to see, I'm going to love it. Whatever the day holds and whatever pace and rhythm, it's going to be just what I wanted that day. That's just how I do. I lead the witness and I am the witness. Okay. I've just decided that I'm not going to take on this posture of, ah, oh, this could be better or this is hitting below my expectations or something went sideways, which it does. I mean, there's no such thing as a trip where something doesn't go weird. But then, you know, then you catastrophize like, well, what a waste. Why am I even here? I just decided I wasn't doing that. That even when things got wobbly or weird, I was kind of like, well, you know what that is? Quirky. <laughs> funny. You know what this is? A funny story. You know, I just, and so thus, that's kind of how I experienced Grand Marais in general. And so I will talk to everybody that I meet. So if, if ever you do any type of me camp listener, and that can be like an afternoon. Like that could just mean that you take off the afternoon and you spend it however you want to spend it. You don't come home till dinner or whatever. Like it doesn't have to be so, so like over the top, you know, so long, so extended, so far away. It could be in your town. It could be the town over. It could be one afternoon. It could be one overnight. Like I just, I, I don't think there's, there's just no way, one way to do this, but I can tell you, like, if you, if you decide to stay open to meeting whoever, like the people around you, I think you might be delighted. And here's what I have learned to do when I kind of, I generally sit at the bar because I'm just by myself and I bring a book in case nobody's sitting by me, but almost always I end up with a new friend, <laughs> like a dinner companion who also happens to be sitting next to me and we strike up a conversation. And just like that, we're two hours in the back. Like I've got several texts this very week from people that I met just in town. But I've just I've learned that there's so much you can discover and then also learn to be delighted about if you ask good questions. You know, if you're genuinely interested in like 
getting to know the little place that you're at, however near or far it is, whether it's like a whole different city or maybe just a little community or maybe just a restaurant, like whatever. Like I ask a lot of questions and I've just learned so much, like especially I mean, Minnesota is so far away from what I know. I don't know the answer. So I ask the people that I'm sitting by things like the locals, particularly, you know, what was it like to grow up here? You know, what was it like to grow up in Grand Marais? I ask things like, how has it changed? Because one thing that I discover about here is that a lot of people grow up here. Some leave and go to either college or do a little bit of young adulthood or life, but a lot of them come back. And so I have met a lot of adults who grew up here and are here now, whether they never left or they left and came back. But so I ask, you know, how has it changed since you were a kid? I ask things like, all right, what's the very best thing about here? And what's the worst thing about here? Listen, everybody has opinions. So don't think that people don't have something to say about that. I'd like to ask locals, what's the hidden gem? You know, like, what's the thing that you guys know? near here or around here or about here that those of us visiting might not stumble on? That's a fun question to ask. And then I I also like to ask, what are the like local, whatever, what are the local phrases? Oh my gosh, there's so many up here. So many. You've seen me talk about them like, you betcha. And a and what's the one? Uh, Oops. Oof. There's oofta. Oh, there's just so many. What are the local phrases? What's any of the, what's the local lore, right? Like, what are the local legends? There's just all kinds of stuff. Like, there's all, I have heard so many answers to that question. <laughs> like, there's like a little special sort of magical spiritual thing that you can go to with an appointment with a local tribal chief. There's all kinds of stuff. Like, you just have to ask. That's so fun to hear people talk about that. So I've spent a good deal of time with the people who live here. And then, and I learned this last year, when I was in Maine, I was there almost the whole time by myself. But for maybe four of the days, two of my dear girlfriends came up, Megan and Lisa. And then for the last three or four days, my daughters came up. And me camp turned to we camp. And so, first of all, I made up the whole idea of me camp. There's not rules. It's invented. Like, if I want me camp to be we camp for a few days, it can be. <laughs> this isn't rigid. <laughs> this is an, it's an invention. But I noticed last year for those few days that I had people that I love with me, that was its own brand of magic. I loved the handful of days that me camp turned into we camp. And for a million reasons, like, first of all, at that point, I'm already so like deep in the bag where I'm at. I'm in love. I'm bursting. I'm just bursting to tell somebody. I I want my people to see it. I want them to witness it. I want a witness to the experience. I, I need another historian to help remember what was that one place and what was that one thing and and what did we do and remember what was that one thing that one guy said like I'm just I'm dying for somebody to experience it with me that's in my normal day-to-day life so that we can remember it together and also as wonderful as me campus as good as it is to be by yourself and rediscover your own good company to realize how independent you just really can be, how enjoyable even 
experiences can be without any the buffer of anybody familiar. Like all that's so true. You might be shocked what you can both experience and enjoy all by yourself. Like I love that discovery about me camp. Easily my favorite thing that I discovered. And while all of that is true, it's also true that at least in this way that I'm doing it in kind of an extended amount of time, it can get a touch lonely. Like just a touch, you miss your people. Like whether it's like your family, your kids, or your best friends. Like I miss my siblings, my mom, <laughs> Tyler. So you can just get it, you just get a little hungry for somebody who knows you, right? And so I loved that last year so much that just a handful of days were experienced with my people. And so we planned for that again this year. So I did all of Aspen by myself. That was one whole week. And then I did the entire first week of Grand Marais by myself. So I was two weeks without another human that I knew. And then my first visitor to Grand Marais, when me camp transitioned to we camp was Tyler, who has never been in the state of Minnesota in his life. And, (laughs) and he came up here and was here for four or five days. And I just tell you that it was so great to have him here for a million reasons, for a million reasons. First of all, like, oh, somebody, my person, (laughs) like, you know me, like, you love me. (laughs) And I just introducing myself all the time, like, or explaining for the millionth time why in the world a Texan is coming to Grand Marais for three whole weeks, the ease of it, the familiarity of it. And of course you know, we're young in our relationship. And so, I mean, you know, this is a fantastic new memory that we got to make together in a whole new place, in a whole new state, wanted him to see it all, had been telling him every single detail of every single thing. So he was getting to experience it himself. And Tyler does life a little bit like I do in that he's kind of heart wide open to the world. He's a people person. And so it was not like disorienting at all for him to be around me, who's constantly talking to strangers all. So, you know, we were, we're compatible in that and compatible in the way that we're going to experience a new place or strangers or people around us or new experiences. And so that made it real easy to be with him. Like neither one of us was like the break and the other one was the gas. You know, we just have had a really good rhythm between sort of being out in town and doing fun, connected things with each other and with whoever we're meeting, and then also kind of being back in our apartment. And the restaurant and the food bar are downstairs, and this one's just the upstairs bar with the live music and the outdoor seating. And I mean, if that is not the cutest thing you ever heard of in your whole life, it's just so bananas. It's such a bonkers thing to do. It's so wildly outside anything that seems normal that I just couldn't, I just can't stand it. And it was so good to to have him here. One thing he was telling me is that, you know, someone was saying to him, you know, you and Jen at this point, you know, because Tyler lives in Nashville and I live in Austin, of course. And they were like, you guys are kind of like in the bachelor phase of your relationship, meaning it's kind of like when the bachelor is down to (laughs) the last couple of girls or whatever, or even right after 
um, he's chosen somebody and they're moving into the relationship phase and everything is like destination, right? Like we're going to go have a date in Rome. We're going to go have a date in the Bahamas. Um, and it's just like fantastical, not normal scenarios, either constantly traveling and doing like destination or just like over the top dates, you know, where it's just not real life. You're just, it's all too fun. Nobody has that much fun all the time. You can't. And somebody was saying to him, you guys are kind of like that because you're long distance. And so you're either, you know, meeting up at each other's respective homes, but at which case you're still like doing things and having activities and dinners and all that, or you're meeting like around, we've been all kinds of places together, he and I, and it's just not real. But, you know, we were talking about that. We picked a bench right out here. Like literally I'm looking at it right now, right on the water. And we would just go and sit there and talk and tell stories and laugh. But we were sitting on that bench and he was like, you know, I, I get the idea that we're destination and over the top experience couple sort of, except also not because the truth is that being in a relationship that's long distance is actually work. Like it doesn't only exist in the realm of glass half full experiential, like not real life. We have to work harder. We got to know each other and essentially fell in love by talking one zillion hours, a zillion, a zillion. And we have to work really hard at communication because when so much is so much of our relationship is distance and some things are like text and voice message. And of course we're on the phone all the time too, but things can get missed or lost or misunderstood or misinterpreted and absences. You know, you can write yourself a little story (laughs) like on delays or just dumb, like dumb stuff. But it's actually the distance part has made us really have to steer into the curve even harder to communicate more and set expectations correctly and clearly and say what we're feeling and thinking. And so while yes, a lot of our together time, it ends up being something like Grand Marais, Minnesota, the dailiness of our connection is actually succeeding because we're just determined to just communicate well and leave absolutely nothing unsaid, bury nothing bring every sort of feeling or thought or response or reaction to bear fact check with each other and honor one another's lives that we've built. We, you know, we've built these two entire adult lives and they're both worth honoring and they're both lovely in their own right before we met each other. And so anyway, that's a little sidebar, a little relational sidebar. And I started pre-grieving the fact that he was leaving like two days before he left. And so that was great. Did you know more than 75% of Americans experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% seek out a solution for that pain? Your feet don't have to hurt. So let me tell you about Superfeet. Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe, and every foot, from cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive. You can dial in your fit by taking their quick quiz online. Answer just a few short questions and Superfeet will recommend the best insole choice for you. Foot biomechanics may be complex, but solving foot pain should be simple. 
So when you add the signature orthotic shape of Superfeet insoles to your shoes, you give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain on your entire body, not just your feet. When your feet feel good, so do you. Your foot health is an important part of your overall well-being. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code FTL at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. I'm obsessed. My friend Chelsea was wearing the softest cashmere sweater in that perfect weight for spring. She told me it was under $50 made by a fantastic company named Quince. And I could shop for my laptop which is my dream. So I immediately ordered the cashmere tee. Now I want it in every color. Quince offers staple pieces like Chelsea's Mongolian cashmere sweater, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, classic like 14 karat gold jewelry. You can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials, but unbeatable prices. You guys, seriously, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And I know what you're thinking, but Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible practices and premium fabrics, which I love. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash hatmaker for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash hatmaker to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash hatmaker. You guys, how important is sleep temperature? It's everything to me. And this is where Chili Pad by Sleep Me comes in. Its mission is to elevate the quality of human life through cool sleep. The Chili Pad bed cooling system is your new bedtime solution. It lets you customize your sleeping environment to your optimal temperature, ensuring you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Chili Pad works with your existing mattress. It's a water-based mattress topper that continuously controls your bed temperature from 55 to 115 degrees. It's designed for one or two sleepers. So if your partner likes to sleep at a different temperature or you only need it for one side of the bed, it still works. I just put this on top of my existing mattress and voila. So whether you're dealing with night sweats or simply seeking a better night's rest, Chili Pad is here to transform your existing mattress into a sanctuary of cool, relief, and comfort. Visit www.sleep.me slash FTL to get your Chili Pad and save up to $315 with code FTL. This offer is exclusively available for the love listeners. Only for a limited time. So order it today with free shipping and try it out for 30 days. You can return it for free if you don't like it with your sleep trial. So visit www.sleep, that's S-L-E-E-P, dot M-E slash F-T-L. Because every woman deserves to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day ahead. I just continue to be so over the top grateful for this experience, like over the top grateful, at least like a dozen times in every day. I, myself will tell myself, my brain will tell myself, Jen, this is like so special. I could cry right now. Like so special. And this is like such a gift and who in a million years would have thought that I would spend the first two summers of my rebuild, my entire second half life rebuild in four weeks of mostly solo travel. <laughs> Y'all, if you'd have told me that even five years ago, I'd have been like, what are you talking about? What insane thing are you talking about? It just, I would not have even been able to make sense of that. It for a million reasons, life circumstances, obviously, but also like, I'd have been like, no, I don't, 
I don't even have that in me. Like, I don't even, <laughs> that's not my deal. Like, I don't even think I can do that. I'm, that's intimidating or I don't never done anything like that before. But I tell you that when life kind of c- came apart of the seams and last summer we were facing down the year mark going, what are we made of? You know, I remember talking to Remy about this, like, baby, you are, you are made of such beautiful stuff. Like go to Maine camp and just relish it, baby, and enjoy it and recover and rebuild. And, and so did I, and (laughs) I'm just so grateful for it. And like, for what I've learned about myself and what I've experienced and it just sort of built in a confidence and a a new sense of self-respect into my own life, kind of figuring out what I'm made of, to be honest with you. So I understand that this is an outlier experience. There's just almost no factors that could generally conspire to make a four-week solo trip feasible. I know that. (laughs) I completely know that. I, my kids are almost all out of the house and the one that needs music camp. So I don't have, and then I don't have a spouse. And I just found myself unanchored in a way that I've never had been before. And then even from a financial perspective, and I mentioned this on social media, but I saved for this for a year. I had a savings account called me camp. And then I booked as much as I possibly could on points, points that I get just from my, the card that I use for life expenses, like just chase points and airline miles. And so I just, I comped it everywhere, every which way, and then filled in the rest with some savings. And so even though I know that's an over the top privilege, being able to save money is a privilege. And so I know that I do, and I'm grateful and I don't take any of this for granted. And I, and who knows, is this going to last forever? I don't know. I want it to, for sure want to do it again next summer. But in the meantime, what an experience and so much more to come. What a joy. Okay. Thank you for telling me your version of me camp. That is delightful for me. Be it a day, two days, a weekend, near, far, whatever, (laughs) whatever. If you missed it, go over to my socials because we put together like kind of a knee camp best practices slash a million options digital resource for you where we pulled all these ideas. What can me camp look like for you in your context, in your budget, in your area? What are your best practices? All of it. Like we just packed everything we could think of to maybe inspire you in your own life toward me camp it's just free like just download it it's on my socials and i'll see if i can get linked here too but anyway thanks for sharing your experiences with me because i love to hear it all right you guys uh me camp this year is so so special and it's made even more so that I just kind of get to share it with you in this way. So don't miss next week because I will 100% be back for more experiences and stories and all the things. Everything, by the way, discussed in today's episode will be linked over at jenhatmaker.com in the show notes for this episode. Also, you guys, do not miss my Instagram account. It's just at Jen Hatmaker to keep up with like the day-to-day events and antics and all the pictures and all the things going on at Meet Camp. And 
I love telling you this. You know that I love this community. This podcast community is undefeated. So I am really excited to offer something new to those of you who'd like to take your involvement with this show to the next level. So available now. We are offering a premium version of this very podcast that you have come to know and love on Apple Podcasts, but with a few incredible, great new features I know you're going to love. So first off, you get access to every episode a full day earlier. Second, you can listen to all the episodes on the premium channel with zero ads. Yay! And finally, and maybe most exciting, We've got a host of bonus episodes each month that will exclusively be on the premium version that'll pop into just your ears, just the premium listeners ears. We are thrilled to bring you more shows. We come across kind of the most fascinating guests that we can't always slot in. So to have a place where we can pop in with this incredible like bonus content is just It's honestly, it's what we've always wanted. And we've got some really special episodes for our premium listeners, including our conversation with the host of the crazy popular Crime Junkies podcast, Ashley Flowers. I just recorded that one. She is fascinating. So for those of you who cannot get enough of true crime stuff, like you're not going to want to miss that one for sure. So back to all of those perks and bonuses I just described with the premium podcast, you guys, all of that is available to you for only $2.99 a month. I mean, it's a deal. $2.99 a month is your subscription to the For the Love premium podcast exclusively on Apple Podcasts. I mean, there is no downside here, okay? I so hope you'll head on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the For the Love premium podcast. It's that simple. And all these goodies fire up for you like immediately. We just can't wait to have you there. We're just, we're dreaming up just so much special material and ideas for you. And I just know that you're going to love it. I am grateful. We just have wanted to show another way that we love this listening community and we want to serve you and we want to make your experience better and really like kind of literally give you a premium experience for all that you've ever done for this show. And so at $2 and 99 cents a month, it's just such a, such a good deal. And I'm just telling you, like, we are so thrilled to create this channel just for you. So once again, you guys, thank you so much for being such loyal listeners for, I mean, we're in our fourth year. We just, none of us can believe it. None of us can believe it. And we have interviewed people on this show that just blow our freaking minds. And so we have no shortage of ideas and vision for the podcast and especially for the premium channel. So come on over and join us guys. 